Victor Hemmel and join us in singing hymn number 24, O Worship the King. Let's stand as we sing this morning. Welcome everybody today and before you have a seat let's take time to greet each other and make each other feel welcome this morning. At this time, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day, and we just thank you for the privilege that you've given us to come to your house and worship today, Lord. We just thank you and praise you for all you are. And Lord, we just pray that you'll be with us as we go through the service. Just immerse us in your grace and presence, Lord, as we um, go through this time of Bible study, of, of hearing the word and hearing the message in song. And let us take what we hear today and become more like you. All these things we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Just a few announcements this morning um, that, that I'd like to make. Um, first of all, just looking through your bulletin, there are a lot of things in the bulletin. And in just a moment, Carol's going to come up and talk to you about the um, Sunday school picnic. So I'll leave that to him. But that is going on today. Um, just look at the bulletin for the events of the week. Um, there is a, one of the things I'll point out today at 10 o'clock um, as part of Sunday school, there is a new member Sunday school class going on. I think you need to make sure that you, um, if you're a part of that, that you be in the appropriate place for that. Um, we've, we have activities going on all week. And um, next week on Saturday, June 9th, we do have the Senior Citizen Supper that was rescheduled from Christmas. That's going to take place, and that will begin at 4.30. Please spread the word and make sure the RSVP sheets are turned in. Um, you know, we, were not, we did not send out any invitations through the mail for this, so just make sure that people are aware of that. Um, that's all the announcements I have at this time. I'll turn it over to Carol.
Obviously, today is the day that we celebrate our uh, Sunday school anniversary and the forming of the church and this type of thing. Uh, obviously, by your bulletin, Larry is handling uh, the message this morning, which I greatly appreciate him doing that and felt like being our transitional pastor. I'm sure he has some great words of wisdom from us, for us all from, from the Lord, we hope. In regards to the Sunday school picnic this afternoon, I went by Olive Field early this morning. It looks like a lake in the infield, standing water. So we will not be able to have the ball games today. At this point in time, in checking Channel 5 weather this morning, there's a 25% chance of rain, a 75% chance of sunshine. So we're going with the odds of 75% sunshine. We will have hot dogs, hamburgers available uh, to the church family at Olive Field at this point. If a thunderstorm comes up, it will be shifted to the fellowship hall, which we have reserved already. But at this point, we will eat at Olive Field. We encourage you to please come, invite your friends, your neighbors. The children can still bring their scooters and bikes to ride around the sidewalk. The gym is still open for volleyball and basketball. Uh, this is one of our biggest fellowship times of the whole year. So please continue to come. Bring your lawn chairs. I did not plan music because we plan to focus on these softball games. If you would like to sing, please come and plan to sing. If you want to put together a group, a band or something to sing some songs or something, uh, I may not have a PA system there, but we'll be close enough to where you can hear it. But uh, whatever way you want to help out, be fine. But we plan to serve the food and have everything as usual at Olive Field. We're going to start eating around 430. You can stay as long as you like. There's probably people who come to the second service you didn't even know who come to the Theresa Baptist Church. And, and that's, I found out in recent weeks that's the case. And we need a time of coming together to show love and support for each other as a church family in worship of the Lord and just having some fun and some conversation. Not anything we can do about the weather. We deal with what we're handed from the Lord. So, but we'll try to make up for this this fall again. Uh, with the annual uh, annual fall picnic with the barbecue and everything else we normally do this fall. But um, please plan to come and have a good time. Thank you. At this time, if you'll look at the um, prayer list in your bulletin, um, you know, our prayer list continues to, to stay long. Um, with, with names that we have and that we keep in constant prayer. Uh, this is, the, of course, this is the weekly list. Um, I, I do want to make note of, you know, of um, we need to be in particular prayer for Thomas Long. That's mentioned in the bulletin there on the prayer list. Um, are there any others that are omitted from the list or you think deserve um, special um, mentioning this morning as we go to prayer? Anybody? Brian Edmondson and the passing of his mother. Okay, thank you. Anybody else? If not, then let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come to you at this time to uplift the names that were meant, that have been mentioned so far, the names that are on our prayer list. And the, for those needs and requests that we have in our heart, Lord, that we may not mention to everyone else, but, Lord, we know that you know about them. Lord, we just thank you that you give us this opportunity to pray, and we pray that you, at this time, that you would continue to show grace and mercy as only you can to those who need it. Lord, that you'll provide healing according to your will, and, Lord, that you'll just consistently be with us as we know you are. Lord, just help us to feel your presence as we go through ever what time it is that we're going through in our life. All these things we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, at this time we'll call on Tracy for the children's moment.
save a life or to kill. They remain silent. You know, sometimes our leaders make very silly laws, right? In fact, did you know in the state of North Carolina, it is illegal to use elephants to play with cotton fields? Please stand and join us in our hymn 382, Serve the Lord with Gladness. Let's stand as we sing.
Linwood, would you lead us in prayer for our tithes? Um, choir special this morning is entitled Our Journey of Faith, and we just thought this was a perfect song for the, the season that our church is in right now. And it doesn't say my journey of faith, your journey of faith, his journey of faith, her journey of faith, but our journey of faith as the body of Christ here at Theresa Baptist Church. Please listen to the words.
I was just thinking about those elephants, Brother Tracy. <laughs> we may need some with all this rain, won't we? <laughs> all right. I bet, and I can't sing the song, but I bet you know the little song that we used to sing when we were growing up. Ready to go to Sunday school, half past nine. How many has ever heard that song? None? <laughs> Y'all never. Now, wait a minute here. Now, uh, Y'all never did hear that song. I was... I, I, I'm tongue-tied. <laughs> Ready to go to Sunday school, half past nine. That's all I know. <laughs> but we did. We Actually, I grew up in a community. I think I shared this with you uh, some time back, that I grew up in a, a community that the only church was a Lutheran church. And so... Uh, we went to the Lutheran church as children to Sunday school and Bible school. And by the way, I'm looking forward to Bible school week after next, I believe. Is that not correct? Week after next. And uh, I'm excited about it. And uh, I learned a lot in the Bible school and in the Sunday schools at that Lutheran church. I did not learn any of the doctrine I think I told you that uh, my mom and dad didn't go to church uh, there, so they just taught us in Sunday school just the general things of the Bible. And I learned much of the biblical stories and enjoyed those stories. And that little song that I was talking about, they would sing, ready to go to Sunday school, half past nine. I want to ask you a question this morning. Who sticks out in your mind. Who sticks out in your mind as a Sunday school teacher? Maybe as a young Sunday school years and years ago, or perhaps even today. I want to stop just a second. Just a second. Think about who is the greatest, perhaps the most humble Sunday school teacher that you can think of. I told you that I went to this Lutheran church before I was saved, and Miss Goodman, our neighbor, was the greatest teacher that I could think of at that time. And she'd share. She took us under her wings, and she would visit us and encourage us to be at Sunday school if we would miss. And I remember those days, and I appreciate those days that Miss Goodman took us under her wing. Now, can you think of a Sunday school teacher, and you can just name, her, name him or her, right? You started to say something. I'll, I'll name two. Okay. Not ready. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ms. Ava Briggs and Ms. Mildred Duncan. Amen. I see heads shaking. made up impact in your lives. I wonder through the congregation if there are teachers or a teacher that you can think of that is very special, that sticks out in your mind, that made a difference in who you were or who you are. David Hall. David Hall. Amen. 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 Wow. Now we're getting warmed up, aren't we? <laughs> yes. I had a school teacher who was a good, she wasn't a Sunday school teacher, but she was a school teacher back in the days when you could teach in school. Amen. Devotions every morning. Her name was Leslie B. Chandler. She was principal at Galeo School, and I'll always remember her. Praise the Lord. Amen. Christian lady, I assume, probably. Yes. Very much so. <coughs> well, this is Sunday School Appreciation Sunday. And it should we should go back there and think of our 
heritage. The heritage of this church. Where would this church be if you had not had the names of people that were mentioned this morning? Where would the church be? Now let me go a step further. Where will the church be if we continue in the trend that we're in at this moment? And you have to think of the trend yourself. I'm not going to tell you that trend, okay? Is it an exciting trend? Is it a glorious trend? Do we have wonderful teachers today? You might want to shout out a teacher that, that is very special this morning. Okay. Amen. Amen. Now let me ask you all something. Why are these people special to you? Why, why are these names that you just mentioned special to you? I'm talking about the ones that are teaching right today. Dedicated. A friend. A what? I didn't. Okay. Love the Lord. So what do you think that's going to do for the future generation? And the generation we're in just now. Now, is Sunday school important? Yes, it is important, isn't it? Sunday school is, is valuable. It is important. We've not always had Sunday school. Back in the 1700s in England, where it got its start, it was not even in a church. It was in a community, as you were sharing, within the school. And a young man saw the kids that were running up and down the streets that uh, actually they were homeless kids at that point. But then it grew into a time when other kids saw what excitement was happening and what he was bringing in to this group of kids. And he would teach them the Bible, teach them the Word of God. And they were beginning to get saved and was making a difference. Now can I tell you that there were a lot of opposition at that time from the churches, from the clergy. Uh, the clergy says that the average person should not be teaching. It is only those who are and, and, of course, they had their seminaries and their colleges then that were trained in ministry. But aren't you glad today that we have moved away from that? Aren't you glad that, that each of us that God calls doesn't necessarily have to have that formal training to be able to teach but we do want that training. We, want to de we desire and we're hungry and we're thirsty to learn that. And it's exciting. And I'm glad to be in days like this. But let me tell you, somewhere in the 1800s, it ran over into the church. Churches began to pick up Sunday school. And from then until about the 60s, Sunday school became one of the most powerful forces in the life of congregations for teaching boys and girls and then adults the good news, not only of salvation, but to teach them how to live, to teach them the things that they ought to do. Let me read to you a couple of passages of Scripture in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 6, and then We'll see what Jesus said in the book of Matthew. And I know I'm using Matthew chapter 28 quite a, a bit here lately, but it has a lot to say to us. But notice in chapter 6 of the book of Deuteronomy, uh, Moses was teaching the people and he was giving them instructions as we as a congregation want to do and as we do in Sunday school. Look at verse uh, four following of chapter six. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. 
You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in their house, when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on their head, and shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates. And then in uh, Matthew's gospel, Jesus said this. Uh, you notice in your Bible, if you have a red letter edition, these are Jesus' exact words in verse 18 through 20. And in fact, uh, this is Matthew 28. And Jesus came and spoke to them saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Now notice he picks up what Moses had said in the Old Testament as well. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. And then he adds the baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I've commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. As I suggested, we're here today to share and to uh, upbuild and encourage Sunday school. And I want to say to you that are here, perhaps, that do not go to Sunday school, what a joy and what a blessing you're missing. Because as you heard throughout the congregation this morning, these names that were mentioned, these folk love you and they, they want you to be a part of who they are. And the church wants that. This is an arm of the church where we grow. You know, when we start a Sunday school class, there is about four things that happens in that class. About four things, and this is a part of Sunday school. We're to reach out, to reach people who do not go. We're losing that part in Christendom today, reaching out to those who are not going. How do we do that? Whether we make a census or whether we find out in our neighborhood or our neighbors or our family, we could write and we could use a little theory called a concentric circles and you could draw seven of those around and you could start right in the middle by you know, putting you in your household, then you start out from then your family and your friends, and you continue to go out until you have names of people that are all around you that you're going to be making contact with that don't go to church, and especially to Sunday school. So I'd encourage you, because you see, it is the arm of Sunday school is to reach. Not only is it to reach, but it is to teach Not only is it to teach, but it is, I heard, caring. Here is a place of ministry. As Sunday school is able to have a caring part of its ministry there. The people that are in your class. You know, I've always heard that we should never take people's name off of our class roll until they definitely say to us, I'm going somewhere else or I am never, ever, 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 ever being back to that place. And I'm not so sure we should take them off. I'm not talking about just to make our numbers look good, but I'm talking about this is, these are those people that we should care about. And one day I'm going to be bringing a sermon on what do we do with the week? How do we deal with the week? So we care. Well, when they have a death or when they have a baby, when they're married, uh, when they're having other kind of difficulties in the hospital and other. It's not just the pastor's responsibility of caring. And I'm grateful as I look around and, and I, as I look around this morning, I see people that beat me to those places. And you know what I say? Praise God because you're doing it and I lift you up and encourage you. You're caring. And then evangelize. You want to see them come to know the Lord. So those are the four things in Sunday school that is important. 
Now let me bring to you just, I asked Brother Carroll, could he do this for me? And I said, could you give me some statistics of Sunday school? And I would not want to discourage us by bringing numbers by no means, but I would want to encourage us in saying, you know, we do have work to do. We do have somewhere to go. In 2005, uh, there was an enrollment of 473 in Sunday school and an average of 294 and an average of 10 visitors per week that were coming. And then five years later from that, that figure had uh, moved to 47, or 447 uh, in enrollment, and then there was an average of 287 in Sunday school during 2010 with, again, 10 visitors that were coming to church doing something but yet was dropping a bit. Now, we would have to look at the reasons for that, and it could be that people were moving. It could be that children were growing up and leaving, as I'm saying. It could be, you know, a, a various uh, number of things that would affect that. But then from last fall, at the beginning of this church year, up until uh, 520, uh, we have an enrollment of 403 with an average of 233. And we're having an average of six that are visiting us. Now, that's not the total year, okay? So it, that can grow, and I hope that that will grow. I give you those numbers to let you know that when we come for a Sunday, uh, Sunday school appreciation and a reminder of what we are and where we're going, that we know we have work to do, don't we? And that means that all of us work together in Sunday school. That means that it comes from the pulpit that the pastor would encourage you, encourage the teachers to, to continue to organize those classes that you would be able to continue to go out and reach and teach and evangelize and care for your class as it moves out into the community as well. I just want to say thank you, Brother Carroll, for your leadership in Sunday school. I want to say thank you. I do not have the names of all of the Sunday school leaders that are here today, but I want to say thank you for your work. There is a lot of work that you have put in. You have to spend a lot of time. Uh, you don't just pick up a, a quarterly or pick up the Bible and about five minutes before we get to church and decide this is what I'm going to do today, but you have to somehow start today for next Sunday, start mauling over in your mind, reading it. I like to read it, and then I like to, on Monday, come back and start reading it again and start looking to see what it has to say to me and asking questions and writing questions about what is this lesson saying to me. We have some good writers for our lessons, by the way. Now, let me also say that we're in a changing time. We're in a changing generation. And I think here at, uh, at Theresa, we do have some small groups. We call them small groups. And they're meeting at other times. This also could be Sunday school. This could be also the time of teaching and reaching and evangelizing and caring again in those small groups. So I'd encourage that. I'd, in, I'd continue to encourage that and to meet whenever you can that you can get a number of people coming. One of our young men were telling me the other day that the Lord was leading him to start a new class outside of here to reach uh, another group of people that we're not able to reach here. And I was commending him. I said, thank you. That's what it's all about. And that's what we want it to happen. You know what you could do in your class? And I know that you've done this before and you say, well, why tell us all in the congregation is because I would hope that it would kind of permeate all of our hearts and all of our being. In your class, have at least one seat that you would say, this is a visitor seat, not for today, but this is one that we're looking for to come next Sunday. And you have a seat. It reminds you that there are other people that need to come. There's other people that need to come. So you see, you have a lot of things that you can do. 
and uh, as Sunday school. Now, let me say this also. Why should you attend Sunday school again? Why should you? What is it about? Well, I can tell you, each of us today, that it's a place to draw strength. The Bible says in, in uh, Hebrews 10, 24, let us be concerned about one another in order to promote love and good works, not staying away from our meetings as some habitually do or habitually do, but encouraging each other all the more as we see the day drawing near. And so we could put Sunday school there, worship there, as we see the day drawing near. You may think this silly, but I love to stand at that door back there. I love to watch you come in. Some of you come in excitingly, almost running and excited about coming to church, being a part of church. I love to see that. You know what it does? It excites me. It thrills my soul. We're going to have a good time in the Lord today. And that's the way we ought to all come, even to Sunday school, aren't we? So it's a place that we can draw strength. It's a place that we can draw knowledge. Notice what John 21, 15 said. When they had eaten breakfast, Jesus asked Simon Peter... Son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said to you. You know that I love you. Then feed my lambs. And he told him. So he's simply saying, give them knowledge of who I am. Be excited about who I am. Not only that, but it's a place of belonging. A place of belonging. In uh, Romans 12, 12 and 13, uh, uh, Paul said, rejoice in hope. Be patient. Be a uh, full of affliction, be persistent in prayer, share with the saints in your needs, pursue hospitality. And then finally, it's a place of prayer where you come together to pray. James 5.16 says, Therefore confess your sins one to another, pray for one another, so that you may be healed. The intense prayer of the righteous is very powerful. So you're able to do those as you come together in Sunday school. So I want to encourage you today again. I want to encourage you that are teaching. Thank you again. I want to encourage you that are coming today. Thank you and continue to do so. Let it so permeate you that others will want to be a part of the same group that you're a part of. And then I want to encourage you here today that don't go to Sunday school, that you will consider just trying it. I want to, I want to encourage you that you would just say, you know what, I'm going to try it. Somebody said, uh, I've heard this at other churches, somebody said, well, I don't get anything out of Sunday school, I don't see any need to go there. And uh, so I'm not going, I would say to you, if you feel that way, then just try it again, okay? Just try it one more time. Give it a chance. And when you do, pray, God help me to get something. So if you're not going, I want to encourage you to go. I just want to give you the opportunity to go. I, wanna, I just want to share with you. And, and, and if you go, if you go and you're not going and you don't get anything, I want you to come to me and tell me, Pastor, I didn't get anything again. And we're going to sit down, and we're going to talk, okay? I'm not going to challenge you. We're going to talk, and, and it might be something that we need to do. We might need to do, uh, uh, change or whatever it is to help you, all right? Now, there may be people in this room. I do know that we need some more teachers. I do know we need some more leaders. And in fact, we're right in the time of officers and leaders. And I hope that you've already filled out your paper in saying what you would like to be or like to do or continue to do. I hope that you will do that because we need you. You need us. And those that are out there need us as well, okay? And we can share them about the Lord. We're going to be, uh, hear a song entitled, Thank You. And uh, as we do that, I hope that those of you who are part of Sunday School, you're a part of leadership, you're a part of the ongoing ministry in Sunday School, 
I hope that this will be a blessing to you. I hope it will lift you up. I hope you'll go out of here encouraged today. And I hope you'll be blessed. Would you stand as this song is being played today?
Thank you. 